Oh, Beef Sticks Podcast. Don't you dare be sweet. Because we're coming round to shake your meat. Shake it, baby. It's a BSP Super Bro Down. Yes, it is. The superest of the bro downs, pasty, because it's the Battle of the Bulge. The Battle <sighs> of the Bulge. Yes. Two pay-per-views last week. Two pay-per-views this week. That's a four-pay-per-view super show for your ass to snack on this week on B-Sticks Podcast. And oh my God, what could happen? Anything could happen, pasty. Anything could happen. Anything. For all we know, out of nowhere, fucking Daniel Bryan will show up and win all four pay-per-views from us. He could be. It's Daniel Bryan! Uh, but you know, Pasty, it's a funny, funny thing. It'd be funny if Don Callis pulled off his mask and it was Daniel Bryan the whole time. <laughs> it's a funny thing to me, Pasty. Sometimes in our business, everybody's worried about where people are going to get their fucking pay-per-view predictions from. Yes. But it's, it's usually just us. Because we're <laughs> the best. We're the most entertaining. We're yeah. the most We're, we're the, the only ones fun. who do this kind of content. Yeah, nobody else really discusses pay-per-views. Innovators in our range of sports entertainment broadcasting. Yes. Speaking of Speaking of sports entertainment broadcasting, Triple H held a media call for the upcoming NXT TakeOver in your house. In my house? They're having it in my house? In your house. All over your brand new flooring. Shit, I better clean up, man. (laughs) Tell you what. Uh, yes, uh, this, this media call, you know, I, maybe I'm spoiled cause I, I, I listened to a lot of the Tony Khan ones, but, uh, Triple oh, H you are is, not, you're not spoiled listening to those, buddy. <laughs> well, Triple H is, uh, he, he came off quite crabby almost the entire time. He, he didn't seem to like any of the questions coming from any of the journalists, and uh, he, he responded as follows. You know, it's a funny thing to me sometimes that in our business, everybody's so worried about where people are going to go or land or how is this going to play out long term in the future. That sounds like what I just said, Pasty. Yes. About our show. <laughs> He's copying us. How about watch it, Triple H stated. Watch it. I say no. <laughs> Do you like it or do you not like it? Do you have to say, I like it, but I like this other thing more? Or I like it, but I don't like it as much as I like that one? Just watch it or don't and stop trying to figure out where everything goes. He went on to say, the fans ruin their own stuff half the time trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there and how and then it trying to pick up their phone and go search for the thing to find out what it is that can ruin it for them so they're not surprised when it happens. Jesus. So so what he's saying is, and I don't mean to cut you off in the middle of a quote, but he's saying it's shitty that fans actually want cohesive storytelling and actual ends to plot lines. He just, he hates that there's fans. Uh, pretty basically. much. Yes. Pretty he, much. he goes on, I don't understand that. I'm thrilled with what the brand is. I'm happy with where it is. Do I want it to get better? Yes. 
Do I want it to grow? Yes. Do I want it to expand? Yes. That's the same thing as He's Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but again, people will take this line, use it out of context, like right here on B-Sticks Podcast, folks. That's what we do. Yep. It's a marathon, not a sprint. I'm not here to make a brand that's around for a few years or a few minutes. I want it to be long-term. How's it going to be long-term? It's going to morph and evolve. Evolution is a mystery. See, he never figured it out. No. It shouldn't be the same. If it's the same three years from now or four years from now as it is right now, we made a mistake. Look at your main event for takeover in your house, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like people. You grow. If you're the same person four years from now, you didn't grow. Yeah. Well, I mean... You, you, you grew. You had to grow. That's just how age works. Yeah. No, so so we're picking on it, making fun of it, and that's what we do here at Beef Sticks. But, yeah, let's let's analyze that a little bit. First of all, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Well, fucking we've done that, right, Pasty? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's been, hey. God, we haven't watched Raw or SmackDown in pushing two years now, I would say, and that's probably light. Hey. Yeah, easily. And we haven't watched all the pay-per-views. And quite frankly, if it wasn't for this podcast, I'd probably only watch maybe Mania, Rumble, and a handful of takeovers. Yeah. I don't know that I would really watch anything else other than if, you know, a match seemed really cool or something. Well, we're overanalyzing things. That's what he says. Yeah, that's, that's the thing, too. He says, well, half the time they're trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there. Well, yeah, that's called... That's called storytelling. That's called having a cohesive story. That's called having a beginning, middle, and end. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what makes pro wrestling great. Now, can you have why people watch television? Yeah, can you have one-off matches that are just awesome? Of course you can. But can you have shitty matches that go on thirty-five weeks in a row? Of course you can. They do. (laughs) Ah. So there was that. What else was something that I? Maybe that's about all I, I wanted to talk about. Um, uh, yeah, but I, I I do agree with him in one point. Well, oh yeah, now I remembered. I was going to say it was from the very beginning. I'm sorry. He's like, you know, if, if if you like it, watch it. If you don't like it, don't watch it. And, and again, I agree you and I follow that concept. But also, let's go with. This is a sports entertainment business. So let's talk about sports. How many people cannot stand their home team but watch them every time and even root for them? Uh, You and I both live in Minnesota. Vikings suck. People watch the Vikings every Sunday. They root for them every Sunday, and they get pissed every Sunday. Do you want them to stop watching? No, they're going to keep watching. They hope that it's going to be better one of these times. Okay, sports entertainment. How about entertainment? Star Wars movies. They keep making Star Wars <laughs> movies. They're the highest grossing movies of the year every time. Everybody's going to go and watch them. Everybody complains and bitches about them. They're still watching them. They're still complaining about them. You have that right to do that. And you combine those two worlds together and you've got WWE. Yeah, so I his 
What he says, I agree with, but also he knows that in the entertainment world, that's not how stuff works. People aren't going to stop watching something just because they don't like it. That's, I just don't I'm understand. Sorry. I feel like um, with this mindset, maybe they should have capitalized on the whole Thunderdome Capital Wrestling Center thing right. more than they did because they don't have fans there to criticize the product. Yep. Wait till they get back on the road. Take that shit to Chicago, Philadelphia. Come on. I want to see what those crowds bring you. It's, and that's uh, because it's what you bring them. I don't know. And I think this, more than anything, this statement says what we've all already assumed, and actually what we all already basically know. They are no longer aiming to please the fans. They're aiming to please the corporate structure. They're aiming yep. to please uh, the the investors and the partners they're not making any money <clears throat> from us watching of it. Of course, yeah. The investors are the ones who don't watch the product, so they don't have anything to say about it other than yep. thanks for the money. So, you know, and again, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But when he comes in here and starts whining about the fans when he's not even trying to please the fans, then, yeah, then fuck you. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's look at this on the flip side. AEW. They don't always do the best thing, and things tend to spectacularly blow up or not blow up in their faces. <laughs> um, but the thing is, is they care about their fan base, and they do their best to provide fans service. Their fans are far more forgiving than WWE fans are. Yeah, they super cater to their fans, to the point where sometimes it bothers me. But you know what? If I had to have one extreme or the other, I'll take AEW's extra catering yeah. to the fans. Just like, uh, you know, ECW back in the day, they catered extra to the fans. Yeah, that's what made it so special. Yeah, and was some of the stuff just awful garbage? Fuck yes, it was. (laughs) But there was so much emotion that we loved it. We ate it up, and it was different. So, yeah, I think you're dead on with that analogy. I think AEW is the complete opposite. They really give a shit about their fans. Now, that being said, again, they're a private company. They don't owe anything to anybody. And they've been around for going on three years now. You should care about your fans. You, you have that that passion. It's almost mm-hmm. like when you're married. The first couple of years, you actually like the person. <laughs> WWE's been around. <clears throat> I mean, guy, if you just count Vince McMahon Jr. since uh, 80, so about almost 50 years now. Yeah, they're probably getting tired of the fans. <laughs> And I think a lot of that also does have to do with Vince. And I think Triple H is just saying what Vince wants him to say. Um, oh, definitely. Vince is, Vince is jaded. And I think Trips is, I don't know if I want to say getting jaded. Because I've said from the beginning. Vince isn't going to give him the company until he is. Right. You know what I, I mean? I, yeah, but I still think, I, I've still never bought into this whole Triple H is different than Vince and Triple H cares about the product. I, I think he I, cares more about the fans <clears throat> than Vince does. I, I mean, you got to look at NXT. NXT has been consistently great. Yes, it's been kind of maybe down a bit since AEW started, but that's just because they put it up front as the competition. See, I just think that he's faked it well, and he did a good job of doing something completely different <clears throat> than what Vince was doing. So he was like I, faking it with DX and shit all the way back? I don't know. With DX, he never gave a shit about the fans. He was fucking running wrestlers out of the company that everybody loved. He was, he was fucking walked. They walked out on a packed house when they were the main event, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, just because people were throwing garbage in the ring. 
Like, that wasn't a, a work. That was a shoot. They just left. So, yeah, they never gave a shit about the fans during the DX times. <clears throat> they were they went on there and did everything they could do that they wanted to do by themselves. They could have got the company fined or taken off a USA network. They didn't give a shit. Uh, no, I just think it's funny. <laughs> a couple years ago, before we both stopped watching the product, I remember when the McMahon family marched out into the ring and said there is no authority figure anymore. You are the authority. What you say goes. And they have not capitalized on that yet. I, I dare say that was a work, not a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> but this is super enlightening. This is kind of just like um, just recently, not for the first time, probably for the 20th time, I watched They Live Again. <clears throat> And this is like putting on the sunglasses like this, this statement that he made this, uh, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, media call or whatever you want to say, it's like putting on the, the glasses and actually finally seeing exactly what they're saying behind all the bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm interested to see how this maybe affects ratings going forward too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I honestly don't think it will, but just because I don't, I don't think most of the people that watch even know what happened on the media call. You know what I mean? Maybe not, <laughs> but it was the first thing I heard about wrestling when I woke up today. So, yeah, I, I on, feel like uh, it's online, right? On, res yeah, on wrestling yeah. fan stuff. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, well, we'll see. It, it, it certainly um, makes me feel a little bit more verified for not watching the product as it is i agree triple h just told us if we don't like it don't watch it so apparently apparently we're doing exactly what they want from us right, right? yep high five buddy <laughs> but pasty there is a company <clears throat> that probably cares more about their fans than any other company out there especially nowadays and that would be the the newly christened NWA. Yes. The NWA is down home. Just we want to make you happy wrestling. And sometimes that's kind of fun. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> and NWA had their, their first uh, or second pay-per-view since kind of all the pandemic shut everything down. A really, a really pretty solid pay-per-view, I would say. And uh, I guess we can, we can kind of get right into it. They started off. There were two pre-match, pre-show matches. First one was a number one contender for the TV championship. Luke Hawks defeated Jeremiah Fuckett. I mean Plunkett. <laughs> and the second pre-show match was a three-way, seeing Colby Carino defeating. Captain Yuma and PJ Cox. I mean, Hawks. <laughs> that would be a fun match. I like Yuma and Carino. Well, moving on to the main show, we've seen a four-way tag team match, and this was under Lucha Rules, which means if your partner exits the ring, you can. You're, that's basically like a legal tag. You can come in and take their place. And being uh, Lucha Rules, it should be no surprise that the Lucha team of La Rebellion... The fuck am I doing? <laughs> La Rebellion Amaria. 
course, that's Mecha Wolf E. Abestia CCCS. Defeated the end. Oh, did, oh, God, I don't know Odinson. why I can't talk right now. I know. It's, it's not even a Hispanic name. It's just Odin, son. It's Odin, son. Oh, I hope I can get, I hope I can shake this off because we got a whole show ahead of us. Shake it off. Shake it off. So the end, Odinson and Paro. He also beats Slice Boogie and Marche Rocket. That was Pasty's team. And Sal Renaro and Sam Rudo that nobody thought would win. Yes. Was it good? You know what? It was. It was very good. It definitely was a showcase for La, Re- La Rebellion Amaria. I would like um, to see Lucha Rules and more, more American wrestling. I agree. Slice Boogie uh, is always good, and he definitely made himself out to be a star in this match. The end, they really, uh, they were the powerhouses, and they let it be known they were the powerhouses. They played their spot perfectly. Um, there was a, a great part, you know, the multi-man tag. There's the obligatory, you know, one guy's out of the ring, then one guy does a suicida, and then another guy does a suicida on them, and, you know, they keep doing it. <clears throat> well, of course, they had that spot in here, but every other time somebody tried to do it, somebody would run in and either kick them or clothesline them or grab them, and so they kept screwing up the flow of it, and I kind of liked that. I thought it was a little different. Not something I've never seen before, but, you know, we see the other stuff all the time. It's cool to put a little remix on it. Mm-hmm. So really fun, really fun. It was only 8 minute 45 seconds, and... You know, if I would have had just a tag match between the Rebellion and Boogie and Rocket, I'd maybe want to see it longer. But surprisingly, I think this is about the right amount of time for everybody to just get their shit in and then go home. Hell yeah. Then we had a grudge match seeing Tyrus, of all people, defeating the Pope. D'Angelo. Screwed up. I don't like it. Well, Tyrus did cheat to Somebody win. Somebody call my mama. Tyrus cheated to win. Um, I can't think of what his manager's name is right now. I, di- I didn't take notes, and I really should have. Uh, but he, um, his manager handed him something in his hands, and then Tyrus went for the heart punch, which they were selling the heart punch before he even had an illegal object. But then is once that he where he punches the- Bret Hart? Yes. <laughs> But then with the uh, with the foreign object, they really sold it, and, and Pope was out, and Tyrus won. So it was nefarious means. It was actually a good showcase for the Pope. It actually hid Tyrus's weaknesses pretty well. A lot of gaga from his manager, but I think that actually helped. Uh, oh, and, and I didn't mention, I, I want to mention right up front here, I love this announce team. The announce team we have here was uh, Tim Storm, Velvet Sky, and uh, who's the third guy? God, it was a really good announce team. It's a three-man booth. I'll have to look it up because I thought they did really well together. Uh, Velvet was kind of kind of off. She was talking over them an awful lot, but I don't think she's ever done commentary before. I think she could develop into being really good. With the three of them, I thought it was fun. You got Tim Storm's raspy voice in there. You had Velvet, and then you had... God, it's another wrestler, and I can't think of his name, but or who it was even. But he was good because he had the insight as well. I enjoyed that. Awesome. 
Then we had tag team match. Taryn Terrell and Kylie Ray defeated Thunder Rosa and Melina. Boy, Pasty, we both got shook on this one. Yeah, Kylie Ray. Well, this was kind of cool. I liked this because Kylie Ray came out very the exact same as she always has. She's always been the <clears throat> she she was playing a face. She wasn't breaking the rules. She wasn't doing anything to vary. She was being very nice. You know, she was fighting, fighting hard, but you know, like a face would. And at the very end, she ended up. Uh, Taryn Terrell interfered, and Kylie quote unquote didn't see it. And then Kylie rolled her rolled her up. It was Melina, I believe, that took the fall, and she held the tights. And then when she was when when it was done, she got out of the ring and she seemed kind of like she felt bad for doing it, which of course she doesn't. But I like how they're doing this. So she's she's a quote unquote face, but you can see her doing heel stuff. So I like that. That's Good. I guess the best way you could bring her in right now. I think that's the only way she could continue wrestling. To be honest, yeah, I agree. At least until she's proven herself. What's really screwy is now that she's with NWA, we could actually see her back in AEW, right? <laughs> But this was actually a, a really a really good match. I'd say, you know, Melina, I've never been the biggest Melina fan, but she's a veteran. She knows what she's doing. Taryn Terrell did awesome. Thunder Rose is always awesome. And Kylie Ray, I think, did her part just right. So, yeah, I, I was a fan of this one. Awesome. Then we had JTG defeating Fred Rosser. Yeah. Pasty, this was the best Fred Rosser match I've seen in my life. Awesome. This, this was a fucking great match. I recommend people go back and just watch this one match because this was great. Uh, they told the story, which I didn't know, that JTG and Rosser kind of started together and hit the roads together and, and kind of broke in at the same time and, and were friends from way back. When the match started... They both just countered everything the other one did because they knew each other so well. Then they went balls to the walls. <clears throat> really, nobody was playing the heel in this, but it kind of worked fine that way. JTG was probably wrestling a better match than he did most of his whole WWE career. And Fred Rosser, I don't know if it was having JTG as a dance partner. I don't know if he's pumped to try to you know help build NWA or what. But man, I don't know if it's just because it's Pride Month and he was happy. I'm not sure. But I a completely different person than uh, the Darren Young I'd seen in the past. Awesome. How about JTG? Did he impress you? Yeah, I think I said that. <laughs> no, I thought he was great. Like I said, the best, good. probably better than any match I've seen him in in WWE. I mean, just really good. He best also match looks on the card. I got you. He looks different. He he does look. He's he's got a different look to him, and I like that. Nice. Then after that, we had the three-way for the Tag Team Championships, where Aaron Stevens and J.R. Kratos kept their titles, beating the War Kings, those being Jax Dane and Crimson, and Strictly Business with Tom Latimer and Chris Adonis. You know, this. I got nothing negative to say about this. I'm not going to say that it was an amazing, amazing match, but it was definitely uh, above average. I think the right people probably won. Do Stevens and Kratos have the same magic that Stevens and Question Mark had? 
No, they didn't. But actually, Stevens is wrestling a little different now, too. He seems like he's got a chip on his shoulder. Nice. And uh, they were telling the story of how, since not having the question mark, he's really blowing up and wants to just, you know, take ev- take on everyone and stuff. So I kind of like it. They, they're, they're changing his character a bit. And I think that's good. I think without the question mark, I don't think the character he was playing would work as well anyways. Right, yeah. So Kratos was definitely more of the bully of the two, but Aaron Stevens is getting that, that mean streak. So awesome. I'm digging it. Then we had the NWA World Women's Championship seeing Camille defeating Serena Deeb. Holy shit. Yeah, didn't see that coming. But I'll tell you what. Camille, she uh she's playing the she's playing the monster role and I just I guess I didn't realize how big she really is standing next to Serena Deeb. She's just she's tall, she towers. She's, you know, you can tell the whole time she's always been a muscular person, but the mm-hmm. whole time on COVID, she must have just been working out because she is just toned. I mean, she isn't like blowing up muscles, but it's just everything is toned and tight and just insane. Uh, she was a monster in there. And 14 minutes, 20 seconds, I think was a little too long for them. But I, I think they definitely needed to go over 10 minutes, so I don't think it was horrible. Really surprised me. I was expecting a different match. Deeb was on the defensive almost the whole time. They're really, they're really pushing Camille, and they're, they're pushing her hard. And I think she could do it as long as she keeps wrestling this style. That's awesome. And I think that's really smart uh, of them because she was Aldous's valet for the longest time so you never really saw her with any other women you know what i mean yep and so so it gives it so much more effect when she is competing in the division yeah you never really noticed how huge she was and yeah and the the few times i have seen her against women they've been smaller women i I don't want to say enhancement but of course they have done some enhancement but definitely they always found the small women to put against her. Someone like Serena Deeb isn't a giant, but she's not small. Yeah. And then we have NWA World Heavyweight Championship main event, Nick Aldis versus Trevor Murdoch. Nick Aldis won by disqualification. He ends up keeping the belt. You know, this is a... If you tell somebody they're going to watch an NWA World Heavyweight Championship match... If you said that last week, and if you said that in 75, I think this match would have satisfied anybody. Nice. This this was a good NWA bout. This was a bout. This wasn't even a match. It was a bout. About what? <laughs> but really, <laughs> I, I liked it. Um, Nick Aldis' Titus reign is fucking epic. Or title reign is epic. I wish Cody never would have taken it off of him, so it was continuous yeah it's been long now it's been two years yeah um trevor murdoch trevor murdoch would be a great nwa world heavyweight champion and of course last week i almost picked him i didn't i'm glad i didn't now but i don't i don't know who he's gonna who aldous is gonna lose it to i just i really don't Omega. know could be you never I think know that's somewhere down the line but i also wonder if nwa is not just trying to make it so that he's like the longest reigning world champion in history. 
well not in which, history which is yeah i mean he'd have a lot lot to go but but why not nick aldis is a good good fucking wrestler a specimen of a person and he's still got quite a few years left in him oh yeah um, and folks, if you're keeping score at home, boy, that made us at the end. Three to three. Pasty won three, and I won three. So we had to go to the tiebreaker. The tiebreaker was, do former WWE talent show up? Pasty said, nah. Max said, yes. Well, you know what? They didn't. Yay. So. There was enough former talent on the card already. It was 50% former. It was 50% like 90s or early 2000s WWE guys. <laughs> so that is okay. Uh, with all that being said and done, I, I'm definitely surprising myself here. I did not go into this expecting this, but best match of the night, I'm going JTG and Rosser for sure. Nice. Love it. Wouldn't have expected it, but that's what I'm going with. And what's your yeah. final grade? And my final grade is uh, a, a B, just a solid B. Uh, I, I almost gave it a B plus. Uh, it, you know what? I'm I'm talking myself into giving it a B plus. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'll let, there, it, there I'll let it slide. Yeah, there wasn't anything that was bad. That's the, the really good thing. There were some things that were okay. Uh, I, I would have liked to see at least one of the pre-shows because that could be good. But, you know, I don't usually factor that in. But the opening match, the tag team match, was was great. Tyrus and Pope was better than it should have been. You know, with <laughs> Rosser and JTG surprising the shit out of me and the great. Both both title defenses were great. So, <clears throat> yeah, we'll give it a B plus. Not an A show, but, man, they, they all worked hard. Yeah. Uh, and then, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Billy Corrigan did a press release where they announced their next pay-per-view and also they announced that uh, uh, Mickey James was putting together their next pay-per-view or their co-pay-per-view and it's an all women show. I love it. I absolutely yes. love it. I did not, I did not hear that yet. So that yes, is I cool. saw that this morning. That was actually what uh, led triple H. They, they asked him about that and triple H was like, well, we can't oh. have a women's show cause that's not equality. You wouldn't like it if I said we were going to make an all-men's show. Well, you Shut did up. for years. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Always love that. Do people not understand the, the difference? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's I don't. just men scared for their security. It's gross. It's, yeah, it's, it's straight white men that are the problem. Damn it. Damn it. But yeah, that's fucking awesome. NWA is going to be doing some real big things going forward. And it'll oh, come be on, Mickey James? Fuck it, yeah. Is dude, there a better mind to put behind there? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, who's um, Who went to Ring of Honor and is running up their women's division now? Um, oh, shit. She cuckolded her husband in WWE. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, uh, Mike, Maria Canellis. Uh, Maria, Bennett. thank you, yeah. Yes, Maria Bennett. She's running Maria Canellis, the... not Bennett. Yes. In, in ROH, okay. she's, con she's Bennett. Or no, Bennett, yeah, sorry. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but she's heading up their women's division and doing a women's yep. only show too. So it'll be cool to see hopefully somewhere in the future the two women's divisions clash in some epic warfare. And I think that would be great for women's wrestling all over the world. 
Yeah. I mean, very, I, I don't know how you can argue that, but I suppose Paul Levesque can. Yeah, yeah, he will. <laughs> he has. <laughs> We're reading too much into things. Yeah. Overanalyzing. All these damn reporters talking about the news. Just like a just like a man in power to not want you to read things. <laughs> it's just the foreshadowing of what it'll be like if Trump gets back into office. <laughs> uh, be careful, America. All right. <laughs> well, Pasty, let's move on to another show that uh, I'm assuming was great. Sadly, I did not get a chance to watch it before we recorded. Is it shorter than it was when we predicted? I think it's the same amount. Okay, I didn't go back and look, but I'm like, this seems a little light. One, two, three. I think I think it was five and five. I think it was. I don't know. I haven't gone back and looked. Well, yeah, no. I, as far as I know, when I was checking it with the, yeah, I think it's I think it's the same amount. Um, yeah, I think it was. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It's five. Yep. Five oh, it's 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 that that one one of the matches we voted on was taken off and changed with something else. That's okay. what it was. Because the ten man tag wasn't, we didn't. Uh, that wasn't announced, but something else was taken off. That's yeah. what happened. That's what happened. All right, New Japan Dominion. God, is this, this is the first year we've missed a Dominion? I think in a long time. I think so. And Dominion's usually one of their best shows. That's why I was really bummed I didn't get a chance to watch it. That's usually at uh, in their top three. I would say. Well, they started out as we kind of mentioned, ten man tag team. Bullet Club, represented by Taji Ishimori, Evo, Yujiro, Yujiro, sorry, Takahashi, Chase Owens, and El Fantasmo defeated Suzuki Goon, of course, El Desperado, Yoshinobu, Kanemaro, Takamichinoku, Taichi, and Duki. Duki, the best. Of course, yeah, that wasn't on the card when we made our predictions, so nobody got a point. Yes, then we had the never open weight six-man tag team championships. You mean it's never open? It's never open. Seeing Chaos, Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, and Tomohiro Ishii taking out Los Ngabonobles de Japón. Tetsuya's Naito, Sonata, and Ibushi. Damn, my boys let me down. For sure, but this chaos is, just always got to be at the top, don't they? This is another match that just looks like it would be super fun, mm-hmm. and I want to watch it. Yes. Uh, talking about fun, even if it was predictable, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, El Desperado kept his title against one half of Rapungi 3K. Of Yo. course he did. <laughs> <laughs> was it even but, a question? But I don't think so, but well... Look at the time they were given. 2340. It was all I'll a rest be, hold. I'll bet you I'll bet you one of them fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I I bet you if Show I wasn't there to wake this, you up. I bet if I was watching this there were a few times that maybe I would have been like, "Oh shit, oh shit." 2340, they gave him a hell of a lot of time. Hell yeah. I want, I want to see that match too. And we had Kota Ibushi defeating Jeff Cobb. I didn't see it coming. Be. I didn't see it coming. I thought little Ibushi was going to get his ass kicked by the suplex oh, I monster. I love Ibushi. Always I Ibushi. Too. Every chance I get. 
And then in uh, whew, in another up, upset or surprise, or whatever, it definitely is an upset. Vacant IWGP World Heavyweight Championship up for grabs. We've seen Kazuchika Okada and Shingo Takagi go at it. And Shingo came away with the championship at 3606. Wow. I said last week that this would be a great way to, to build Shingo and let him uh, shine. But wow, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. That means they're going to give it to Kenny Omega, yo. <laughs> they wouldn't do it if it was Okada. They've already had that match enough, you know? Oh, I can never have enough Although Omega brand Okada. warfare between Okada and Omega would be fucking awesome. That would Dude, be. if they did like a Survivor Series between the brands. Mm. That'd be cool. And folks, in case you're wondering, that left our scores tied 2-2. Two to two. Pasty and Max. So it came down to the tiebreaker yet again. The tiebreaker was, does the IWGP championship remain vacant? Pasty said it does remain vacant. Something mumbling about Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Max said no, and of course it did not remain vacant as Shingo Takagi is exalted, which means Pasty won one tiebreaker, Mac won one tiebreaker. At the end of That's this week, tie. we're tied one to one. And because of that, there's now two pay-per-views <sighs> this weekend. <laughs> All because of us. Uh, but before we what's get your to best that, match, Fat Mac? Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, the best match by gum. It was good. I, I do want to go back and watch this one, so I'll definitely be putting in my my opinion for best match and grade. Because I, I can't let a Dominion go. No, go. and it's bite-sized Dominion. That doesn't happen very often. I'll go watch it, too. Bite-sized, he says. A couple of the matches, they're like 25, 35 minutes. I like that shit. I do, too. Very much so. And I, I like something else, Pasty. I like when we get down and dirty in the Savage Sentinel. Oh, yeah. Snap into it. Well, according to Dave Meltzer, WWE has added a new clause to contracts with wrestlers stating talent will no longer be able to use their WWE character names when signing autographs if they are no longer with the company. Beforehand, released talent were restricted from going by WWE monikers at live events. Goddamn. Yeah. So, so there's a clause that <clears throat> can't be enforced. <laughs> yeah. If you, I mean, <laughs> if you're no longer with the company, you don't have a contract with that company. How right. can you even enforce that? So then it comes down to trademark law. And then you have to, first of all, know that they're going to be there. You have to have somebody tell you that they're signing autographs with their name. Third... They can sign any name they want if they're not collecting money. So WWE can't do shit about that. And if they are collecting money, then WWE has to take the resources, put out a cease and desist. Then somebody's got to follow up and see if they're following the cease and desist. <laughs> and if they're not, then they got to hire lawyers they're already and in go a different to court. city by then. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, what the fuck are you thinking? You know, it reminds me of Demolition, where WWE, you know, oh, Demolition, they, they can't use their name Demolition, and they were using their name all over. Oh, they gave them a cease and desist letter. Fucking four or five years ago, I watched Demolition, smash an axe, <laughs> in the face paint, in the gear. You know, what? what is WWE going to do? There's nothing they can do. Right. There's an Alabama doink. 
That's his name, Alabama Doink. <laughs> That's the fucker's name. Uh, talk about Nature Boy. Woo! <laughs> yep. Talk about Nature Boy. It's Titty Rubber. I'll have to. I'll have to share that one with you, Pasty. <laughs> you'll, you'll get a. You'll, you'll, you'll hoot at that one. I love it. I was laughing so hard at work. Me and another feller. Oh. Anyways, I guess that's all for that. But we do have comings and goings. We got uh, not a lot, but some some biggins. Some biggins. Talk about titty rubbers. Yeah. We got Andrade El Adolo, who debuted with AEW on last week's Dynamite. He debuted as we were recording, Pasty. He did. It's being reported with that- With no theme music <laughs> and introduced by Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> Which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's being reported Andrade first met with AEW president Tony Khan in Florida the week he was released from his WWE contract in late March. Khan was apparently very interested in signing Andrade, especially given that he didn't have a 90-day non-compete. However, it seems that a deal wasn't made at that time. Why not? Well, apparently negotiations stalled because of Andrade's demands, which included wanting creative control and veto power over losing. Sounds like he's got a flare in his ear. Andrade also wanted to work for other companies outside of WWE. As of now, it is being reported that he received none of those perks in his current contract. <laughs> Still sign it though. You know, this yep. is awesome. This is awesome for AEW, but also it's a curse for AEW because you know Charlotte ain't going to be far behind to come fucking reign over your whole women's division. God, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> I don't uh, think Charlotte's going anywhere. She's got it too good in WWE. Flares don't stay loyal to their employer. Come on now. No, I agree. They don't stay loyal to their employer. They stay loyal to money, though. Yeah. And I don't think that Khan, uh, hopefully Khan, wouldn't he push would. her the he same would. way. I, I wish he wouldn't. I wish He'd he at wouldn't. least pay her very, very well to be there. Oh, yeah. And I don't want to see her there. In all honesty, Andrade deserves better than what he had in WWE. Yes. Uh, he's, a, he's a great talent, an amazing talent. Also, and... he cut a really dope promo in English which is something he was never allowed to do in WWE. Right. And you it's know what? Up. You can't blame the guy for trying to get as much as he could. Yeah, right? I mean, like you said, he still signed it anyway, so he's not really out anything. Never hurts to ask. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So Shoot the, for the stars, you know? Yeah. Even if you don't hit him, man, you're still... Out I there. Don't know. Yeah, you're still <laughs> out there. <laughs> I don't know. I think I was going somewhere with that. But. Dude, we're going to get to see Andrade versus fucking Pentagon. That needs to be the first match he has. Oh, that's going to be so awesome. Uh, don't even make us wait. Just let's do that now. Just do it right now. <laughs> well, it is yeah. on tonight, so we'll see what we get. Tonight, as of we're recording, I should yes. say. I need, we need to point that out. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Hey, did you hear Authors of Pain retired? Both of them? <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. <laughs> Damn, it's been like two years and nobody's contacted us to book us for shows. We should retire. It'll make us hot prospects. 
Yeah, so, of course, <laughs> this week, Authors of Pain both announced via social media they are retiring from the pro wrestling business. You know, they worked there for a cup of coffee, they got released, along with a million other super talented people. Nobody hired them, so I guess it's called retirement now. I don't know. I mean, are they, are they, are they cashing in their 401k? Come on, guys. You're not retiring, you're just not working. But um, somebody who is not working and is retiring, at least allegedly, Leo Rush took to Twitter earlier this week to announce his retirement, which is much more notable than AOP's. He thanked AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Of course, New Japan is where he's currently signed. Rush tweeted, I'm retiring from pro wrestling. It's been a crazy ride, but it's time to get off and do what truly makes me happy. Thank you, AEW and New Japan, for everything. On Rush's Instagram page, he elaborated on his reasons for retiring in a lengthy statement. Rush revealed he'd suffered an injury which he initially thought to be not so serious, only for it to start affecting his everyday life. Having only been in the business six years, Leo made his name on the independent circuit and Ring of Honor before signing with WWE in 2017, where he was the manager for Bobby Lashley before winning the Cruiserweight Championship in late 2019. Yes, but alas, Rush would later be among the many WWE releases in April of 2020. Since then, he's gone everywhere. He's worked uh, Game Changer Wrestling, New Japan Strong, Major League Wrestling, and AAA, where he wrestled under a mask as Arachno. He would capture the MLW World Middleweight Championship and the AAA World Cruiserweight Championship during this period as well, in some amazing matches in both. Rush is also a professional rapper, having released two albums, Ever After and The Final Match, both of those just in the last two years. So I would he's assume he's going to really be focusing good. on that. He is. He's good. He is I, really I don't know good. that I'll say really good, but he's he's enjoyable. He's good. I mean, for a wrestler, he's yeah. really good. He's not macho man level, but. No. <laughs> I want to see him and Enzo <laughs> do a track together. There you go. No, good uh, Good for him. You know, if you can retire, good for him for not pushing his body farther than it should go. Yeah. Because too many wrestlers make that mistake. Way too many. Less nowadays, I think, just because people are getting smarter. I'm a little but, mad at him for teasing us by showing up as the wild card, only to not wrestle anymore. Well, you can blame mad. him or you can blame Khan. <laughs> No, I saw the x-ray of his shoulder. I, I understand at least why he's not wrestling for now. And who knows? Maybe he's saying he's retiring to get out of his contract with New Japan so he can sign with AEW. You know what I mean? Or, I mean, he is still a young guy. He can retire now, and maybe if he feels like his body's getting better, he can come back. I mean, nobody ever said you have to stay retired. Ask Terry Funk. <laughs> Ask almost anybody who retires, really. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's more than true. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else? Oh, I do. I do want to mention uh, this. This WWE announcer. I don't fucking know the guy, and I'm not even gonna say his name here. But he must be one of their new announcers. They get new announcers every seven weeks or something. <laughs> so he's a the last dick. one didn't even last two weeks. What are you talking about? Yeah, he, he's a dick. And in response to Leo Rush's retirement, 
he re he tweeted on there wow unreal if we all didn't have our own lives and families to take care of i just might pretend to give a fuck on behalf of the wrestling family and community who i work for on to the gym what a dick yeah he deleted that fuck? tweet real fast too oh yeah he did but there's still screenshots <laughs> it's like what an asshole what? yeah what he's not like it's not like he's fucking retiring to move to cabo and fucking sip coconuts mm. it was actually triple h who who tweeted that according to the media scrum you know what i mean it sounds the same <laughs> it very well could have been it's just i just, sometimes these people think before you tweet. You think triple think h took out his tweet. shoulder with a sledgehammer <laughs> <Wha-boom>! <laughs> pulled a pulled a shao Kahn. <laughs> Shao uh, Khan's wicked with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. It's funny. WWE is the one who keeps releasing talent, but they get mad when they go places. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only been... who Who's who's willingly walked away? I guess you could say Andrade, Daniel Bryan, and and uh, Tommy Ann. They were the ones who wanted their release. Right. Uh... They it's fired a lot a more people than that, though. Right. <laughs> they did. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's weird. Fuck WWE. Let's cast some more predictions. This war Woo! ain't over yet. It's the battle for the bulge. And I got a bulge in my pants right now, buddy. Mm-mm, good. So this weekend we got two pay-per-views, Impact Against All Odds, and NXT TakeOver in Fat Max House. Woo! Yes. So let's kick this shit off with Impact Against All Odds, shall we? Let's do it, baby. Yes. First up, we got Jordan Grace versus Tennille Dashwood. I'm going Dashwood because it's the first match, and therefore... The least consequential on Jordan on Jordan Grace. I'm going Jordan Grace because I'm in love with her. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and then we see what's what's bound to be a fucking slobber knocker. <laughs> Satoshi yeah. Kojima versus Joe Doring of Violent by Design. Oh this one this one's this one could just take the cake. I'm going with my boy Doring. I think Dor- I've, I've said it almost every time we talk about this, but uh, he could easily be a champion sooner than later. I'm going with Joe Doring. Dude, you don't bring Kojima in to have him lose. I'm going Kojima. That's a good pick. E- either way, I mean, I could see it's, either it's gonna one of these. Oh, it's going to be fun match. It's going to be a hell of a yeah. fun match. Uh, what, what then? Then... We've got Rich Swan as the next victim of W. Morrissey. Victim E. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm picking M. Bison's pimpled shoulders. Holy shit, he's putting the modern day Maharaja on a run for his money. You know, them steroids, they're, they're a hell of a drug. Dude, Big Cass had issues with bipolar and all this other shit. Before steroids. Yeah. It's like you don't want to add that into the mix. I'm really afraid for what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, Joey Janela, stay away. (laughs) For real. (laughs) 
they're they're definitely pushing Morrissey. They're making him the monster. I I can easily see him winning this one. I can also see Swan winning this one and continuing on a on a feud with multiple matches here. I'm going with Rich Swan. I'm going with Rich Swan. I don't know why, but I know I'm doing it. Swan's good, but Morrissey, he's a WWE guy. They got to position him to go against Kenny Omega, right? I mean, to be Even fair, if he Rich Swan came it. from WWE also. Yes, but Rich Swan already had his Kenny Omega match. <laughs> that is true. Got to let all the WWE guys get it. You you have to. <laughs> oh, speaking of Impact and WWE guys, fucking Zack Ryder's going to be fighting uh, a hardcore legend. Nick uh, Gage. Was, yes, Nick Gage. We didn't talk yes. about that. Hell yeah, that's yes. weird. I'm excited. Not, not for in it. Impact Wrestling, but it's yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. That's dude. gonna be that's gonna be a that's another one. Yeah, that I I was I knew there was something else that I was missing that I had bookmarked for news that I didn't get put in. I'm yep. excited for that. I'm excited. I'm glad I haven't he, seen like an impressive Matt Cardona match because maybe this is what he's saving it for. You know what I mean? You can only hope. Yeah, he he crashed. Uh, GCW. Yeah, I'm just trying to. I thought I saved something about it, but no, I'm not. Yeah, I, I thought I had saved something about it, but now I can't find it. I put it on my phone. I guess he was disguised as John but... Moxley, <laughs> which is a great way to do That's, it. I suppose. Isn't that great? It yeah. is. And uh, GCW Game Changer Wrestling, they're just fucking, they're changing the game. No, they're, <laughs> they're great. They're the ones, you know, that uh, Joey Janela really got big there doing his spring breaks and Everybody, it's kind of the new PWG. That's kind of anybody who's going to be big goes through GCW. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Thank you for bringing that up, Pacey. I completely yes. forgot about that. And uh, something I didn't forget about, though, this is going to be a hell of a fun match as well. Number one contender yeah. for the X Division Championship four-way. Maple Leaf Muscle, P.D. Williams versus Trey Miguel versus Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju. It's a five-way, folks. I apologize. My math is a little off. This one, though, there's no doubt in my mind why I'm picking who I'm picking. Of course, the the new face of the X Division, the man who could carry it for, for years from now, good old Ace Trey Austin. Miguel. No, Trey Miguel. <laughs> I'm no, I'm right there in the go. same boat with you. I think we're pretty different across the board on both these cards because we don't want to tie again. <laughs> <laughs> and then but, we just uh, end up trading wins and tying right. anyways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got to be Trey. It's got to be Trey. Part of me says Bay, but I want Trey. Part of me says Bay. Part of me says Trey. Yeah. Trey Bay. Can we have a Trey Bay team? That'd be a good hashtag, wouldn't it? What if it's a bay tray? What if it's a bay tray where you put your X's when you're done with them? Like I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that. No. (laughs) Well, you're gonna like this street fight, seeing the Good Brothers taking on Sammy Callahan and Tommy Dreamer. Well, we all know what I gotta pick. (laughs) I think I got a shot this time, though. Especially since Sammy's kind of uh, next in line for Kenny Omega. Yeah, and Sammy's gotten this this streak back in him now again. He's he's really he's a face, but he's he's one of those like uh, almost like a J 
John Moxley. He's he's a, yeah. a vicious face. Well, yeah, you got to set him up like that so they could do the Switchblade conspiracy, man. There you go. It's a conspiracy. It, but they got to bring in Eddie Kingston and um, who else? Because they got to be able to take on the elite, right? So they got to have the right amount of people. Um, just, just bring them in. Eddie Edwards be a good one. I don't know. There's a lot you could do with it. Uh, with that being said, though, just because I want to see your Tommy lose again, I'm going Good Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing Tommy lose. Oh, <laughs> knockout! I tag. like seeing Machine Gun take pins. Yeah, he does that a lot. That's kind of his <laughs> job. That's his job description. Get pinned. <laughs> Knockouts Tag Team Championship. Pasty, Fire, and Flava just recently won their belts back. Well, they're going to be taking on Kimberly and Susan, hoping to keep a hold of these titles. Pacey, I'm going Fire and Flava. They're they're one of the best female tag teams, probably anywhere right now, but definitely in Impact Wrestling. I would love to see Fire and Flava versus Sea Stars someday down the line. I don't know if that'll ever happen, but at the same time, I kind of see uh, Kimberly and Susan getting. Uh, getting pushed out of uh, the, the the group the with them and uh, the other ones and um, Prazo. <laughs> um, I yeah I just I don't think uh, they, they've been losing they've been getting in the way there's fractures coming I think this would be a good spot for that team to split up those three to split up and and see what's next for Susan. Yes. So Susan. yeah, fire. That was a long way of me saying fire and flavor. I like fire and flavor. Uh, but the thing I see is they've lost the titles before, which means they can again. And I haven't seen Susan do really good things in quite a long time. So I'm going with Kimberly and Susan. I dig it. Yes. Maybe she, I mean, maybe she has to change into a different alter ego to win. There you and go. And we finally bring back someone different. And it gets them back in the good graces of the champ. Susan is definitely the least in ring of the three. Yeah. Doesn't she's, it, she's it, the she's the machine gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say she's the dude love of the the three faces of There you go. <laughs> Sue Young, but yeah. Either way. You got Cactus Jack as Sue Young. You got Susie as Mankind, and then Susan as Dude Love. Is it wrong that I want Mick Foley to get a divorce from his wife and marry Susan now? No, that's not bad at all. I, I, <laughs> I agree 100%. I'm down with that. <laughs> should we start a petition? Change.org? We should go to Change.org and get <laughs> Mick Foley to divorce his wife and marry Sue Young. <laughs> Hey, the truth is, I've seen way stupider stuff on there. So, <laughs> how about have you seen the p- petition to to change NBA to different nights so AEW doesn't have to be petitioned or to be yes. petitioned to be postponed or preempted? It's like, yeah, yeah, they're gonna change a long running, you know, decades running fucking television no, show. They've already for... got that covered. That's why they're moving to TBS. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the, exactly. They're not gonna have to deal with that much longer. Your it's just people being shit. stupid. Uh-huh. I do want to start a petition to return the Drew Carey show to syndicated television. 
or at least a streaming service, but they don't want to because they don't want to pay for the music rights. And I think that's really fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. That's way off topic, but there you go. Know, but, well, Drew no, Carey. We, we brought Hall up change.org and that was something I was talking about. He's a WWE Hall of Famer also. He is. So. Yes. One of the best. Woo. Then we've got the Impact Tag Team Championships on the line. Seeing Violent by Designs, Rhino and Dean are taking on Decay. Crazy Steve and Black Taurus. And I'm going to Decay all the way. And when I say all the way, I mean the rest of the show. You know it. Oh, he's showing up. Well, you can show up. I'm going to show out. I say Violet by Design keeps it. I got Doring up there winning. So I guess I'm going VBD all the way. Uh, for sure. I like, I like, I like violent by designs chances here. You Not- like vi- violent baby daddies. I do. With that being said, fuck, I'd love to see the decay take this also. So I'm okay cool. either way, but I'm going violent by design. I do love this feud that they have. It's, it's putting on some great matches. Yeah. In my crazy mind of, uh, weaving, um, AEW into impact that never happens. Dream but, Weaver. Know, um, lately in AEW, uh, the, the Dark Order has been trying to kind of approach Darby Allen. They've been coming to his aid and stuff. But what if Darby finds his home in Decay, where I feel like he totally belongs? Oh, he would fit well in there. He would. Maybe he wouldn't. Now that, now that I say that, I don't know if him and Crazy Steve, they're two, they're very similar styles and looks and i don't know It'd be, it would be interesting to try out you have to get dan Housen in there too though oh dan Housen. <laughs> he, he's your comic relief i would love case. to see dan Housen in there <laughs> for shizzle. managed by sting holy shit sting back in impact holy shit there's so much layer there that could be good. it's 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 sting <laughs> I don't like that he has to say that every time he sees Sting now. Oh, it's every time he I comes love out, Tony Schiavone, but Sting! God, yeah, that's well overplayed. It's yeah, it's, it's horrible. stupid. It's not. It's not Jr.'s by God. It's it's not. It's nothing. It's terrible. It's like it, it's almost like it's Sting is his name now, right? <laughs> kind of like when they they used to announce Brian Cage as they call him Cage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I used for his name all the time. They call him Cage. Same with Don Callis, though, going Kenny by God Omega. That's fucking annoying, too. Yeah, I mean, Kenny Omega is not Mean Gene, and Callis is no Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Quit being annoying, wrestling people. It's a catchphrase. No, it's not. (laughs) Catchphrases. You don't give yourself catchphrases. You say something, (laughs) and it catches on with the audience. (laughs) With so Tony means- Tony Siobhan's catchphrase is it's. 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 <laughs> oh, moving Put on, that from, on Tony, a t-shirt. from Tony. They would. It's better than what, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we can wear the shirts next to each other. It's what? It's what? What it's? <laughs> Anyways, moving on from the Tony Siobhan, we got Knockouts Championship. Deanna Perrazzo defending her title against Rose Pasty Barrazzo's been a hell of a fighting champ, and um, I I would love to see Rosemary as champion, but I don't see her beating Perrazzo here. I'm going Perrazzo. 
I don't see her beating Perazzo either, but I'm still going Rosemary because the Decay will win this day. I I wouldn't be surprised. Rosemary's gonna get fucking destroyed, and it's gonna be beautiful. <laughs> she, oh, she she can bump so good. She's a hell of a bumper. She's right up there with the best of them. Um, but I could see Diana Perazzo holding it till Bound for Glory. To be honest, yeah, in October. Yeah, I can't even I can't even formulate in my mind how Rosemary would manage to beat Pirazzo, but I'm st- I'm still going. Right, I'm still going. Uh, it's gonna be a good match. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Fuck yeah! It then is. we have the Impact World Championship. Seeing Kenny Omega versus Moose. It's Moose. <laughs> I want to hear Shivani say that. That's got to be better than it's Sting. It's Moose! And then the Rocky and Bullwinkle theme comes on. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Terrible. (laughs) I'm looking forward to this match. Kenny Omega made Moose look good before. I'm really looking forward to seeing how... This goes. Although on Impact they had this like meeting of the minds with uh, Don Callis uh, and 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 Tony Khan and Scott Diamore. Scott Diamore, yeah. And they were talking about how Kenny Omega was going to face Moose uh, on on Dynamite, and then Sammy Callahan wouldn't be there. But then he was going to face Callahan at the next pay-per-view, I'm assuming. I thought maybe it was this pay-per-view, but it, nothing's changed on the card. So that's where I'm confused. Hmm. Not sure but about yeah. that. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. But uh, Omega's going to beat Moose. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, I was actually hesitant when I was putting in. It's like, I, I'm pretty sure Omega's going to beat him, but I was like, man... I could see Omega putting Moose over. It's but only like, for the Impact World Championship, too, so I think Kenny gets correct. to keep the TNA Heavyweight Championship, which is weird. Well, I, I, that I guess I don't know, because I think they're all, I think they're one, because they've already been. He carries around two belts, though. He does, but they, they've still been, yeah. um, um, I can't think of the word now, but, you know, unified unified undisputed yeah they're undisputedly unified uh that being said i'm going kenny by god omega all right and then we have a tiebreaker pasty does daniel bryan show up in impact i'm gonna say no well i guess i'm gonna say yes then that'd be cool I feel like there's so many big names in, in AEW that Daniel Bryan couldn't go there and be all that he could be, but he could go to a company that could work with AEW and lead them. And I think I think that's a, it's a, that's a fair bet. I like how uh, you're putting them in the fucking army or something. Be yes. all you can be. Be all you can be in the Daniel Bryans. Be all you can be at NXT TakeOver in your house. Unless you're a fan, then quit fucking talking about the product. Just watch it, you fucking idiots. Don't have an opinion. (laughs) You should know better than that, you jackass. How dare we make predictions for this pay-per-view? We're so entitled. We're we're just... We're a bunch of Karens. (laughs) 
Oh, speaking of that, I could not believe this. I had to fill out some paperwork, uh, some legal paperwork at work, and it had like easily over 20 languages on, on there. And one of the languages was Karen. <laughs> I was like, this, these bitches got their own language now. There's that many of them afoot. It was well. Yeah, they, they have spelled. to cater to them, or they're going to call management. <laughs> right? It was. It was literally spelled out: K A R E N, Karen. I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> it's like, yeah, somebody called the manager. Could you understand under. the language? Fuck no, I could not read it at all. wasn't even in wasn't in uh, wasn't in our language. I don't know what it was. It was in Karen. It was in Karen. <laughs> So we kick this show off with Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. I think I said that wrong. Zia Lee. That's what I thought. There you go. Yeah. My brain said that, but my mouth said something else. And you had the Z from the X. That's the important thing. That's what can throw you off. It's either that or it's Xia Lee. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yeah, just for that, I'm going to go. That's my pick. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going. I'm going Zaylee over Mercedes Martinez. Uh, this should be fun, though. Dude, I'm going Mercedes Martinez because she's head bitch in charge, motherfucker, and she's back. And she's just fucking awesome. Plus, Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Raquel Gonzalez is a hell of a championship match. God, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see that. Way yes. to go. Then uh, then we have the Million Dollar Championship ladder match. Pitting Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. Yes, two of the greats from uh, Impact Wrestling. Yes. I, I don't remember Cameron from Impact so much. but Yeah, he was... Um... Oh, shit, I just lost his name. Trevor Lee. There we go. I, oh. I kept almost saying Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> it's not Trevor Murdoch. <laughs> we were just talking about him. He was Trevor Lee. He's a multi-time X Division champion there. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, two greats from the from the X Division of Impact moving on to the Million Dollar Championship. Step up, step down. I don't know. That's why they got a ladder. <laughs> it's a few steps up, I think. <laughs> I really like the stuff that Graham's been doing with Ted DiBiase. It's really funny. And DiBiase always gets the one up over him every single time. And that's why I can't see him siding with Grimes and giving him the championship. Even though he's the one who made money off of GameStop stock. Uh, (laughs) So I'm going to go with LA Knight, but I want Grimes to have it. Yeah, see, I just, I love both of these guys so much. And I just want the best for them. I I want it to have a non-finish. But it's, <laughs> and you can do that with a ladder match. You can, they can both pull it down and land or, you know, or, or DiBiase can just fucking pull the, the championship up and nobody gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody's got a price and he just gives it to somebody else who paid him for it. That would be great. Neither of the guys get it and somebody else gets it that, that bought it off him. <laughs> Vince. Vince gets it. It's his, it's his NXT debut. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, but with that being said, I, I'm going to go Cameron Grimes. 
just because there, there's no wrong answer in this one, I don't think. No, this is going to be a fun match. I'm really, this is, I think, my most anticipated of the night. I'm actually looking forward. I, mean, <laughs> I haven't been looking forward to a lot of these takeovers lately, but I am really looking forward to this one. I got to say, though, if you're going to bring back these vanity titles, you need to have Stone Cold show up and bring back the Smoking Skull Championship and have it be Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa. Why? They already have Stone Cold's uh, personal belt on the line. What? Stone Cold's belt, the million dollar championship. Oh, yeah. The, I guess. the ringmaster was the million dollar champion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I is thought it you were going here? <laughs> I know, that's where I thought you were going with because no, of that. Why not? If you're gonna if you're gonna bring back these weird old titles, why not do that? I think Cole's versus Champa is is the way to go. Yeah, but that wasn't a different title. That was just an a, the same title, just looking different. Does that count? You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't yeah. a Smoke and Skull championship. I don't know. I guess, but there wasn't really a million. Was it? Yeah, there was. Lot? Was it? Well, it, it was a, but it was a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was different from, yeah. You didn't okay. just take one championship and just, like, you know, change the look of it and call it that. That was him. His that he, The story behind it pasty is that a million dollar man could never win the world championship so he just went out and had a championship made and then he was the million dollar champion it's no different than uh Cody taz, Rhodes. well taz <laughs> he just made a company made himself champion <laughs> but taz completely stole it in ecw when he made the ftw championship he, yeah they kept they kept you know looking over him and wouldn't give him a title shot or screw him out when he did so he made the ftw championship it's a classic tale, been told a million times, but yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm. Then we have the winner-takes-all match for the NXT Tag Team and North American Championship, seeing Bronson Reed, your North American champion, and MSK, your NXT Tag Team champions, taking on Legato Del Fantasma. Yeah, um... You know what? Another badass match. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, this, is, this is just going to be so much fun. Uh, MSK, everybody knows how much we both love MSK. But, you know, I... I've seen less Legato Del Fantasma, and I might love them more. Yeah, and, you know, <laughs> you got Escobar, Mendoza. Um, I'm trying to think who the third guy is. Uh, Joaquin, Joaquin, uh, uh, Phoenix? Not, not Phoenix. I think you said that like last week or the last time we, I was trying to think of his name. Anyways, uh, you know, the, these guys are all very talented and I think this would be a good way to get them going. Give them all, uh, give them all titles. I'm guessing Escobar is getting the NXT one. If he wins is my guess since he's kind of the, the big guy, the, mm. the main man. If you will, uh, wild, <laughs> walking wild, walking wild. I'm walking wild, baby. Christopher walking wild. Uh, Not walking Phoenix. Christopher no. walking. That being said, long story short, Legato del Fantasma. I think uh, you yeah. take it off both of these guys, and maybe you have Bronson Reed fuck it up for him. I don't know. The thing is, is on on NXT television, the new big factory in town is Hit Row. 
I don't know row. if you've heard anything about row? them. No. Hit Row is essentially a faction that is a um, uh, a record label. And so, so it's like Death Row. It is like Death Row. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, hang on. That's kind of sad, but you know what? I'll, I'll tell you it, who's I'll in it, it and you'll chance. like it. It's, no, it's, it's like the oh, hottest thing me. going in NXT right now. Uh, all right. It's Isaiah Swerve Scott okay, leading like it. Top Dalla, AJ Francis, Ashante, The Adonis, okay. and B-Fab Brianna Brandy, who's an actual musician, and she does the theme song for them. I don't know B-Fab offhand. Uh, I don't know Top Dalla either. He's Is a that- rapper. He raps in the theme song. He's, It's weird. He kind of reminds me of Tyrus, but like more serious i don't know but um the adonis isaiah swerve scott fucking awesome i and you know what i'm gonna have to watch a couple have you been watching nxt without me man uh see i heard about it and i had to go check it out because i heard that that was like the big thing and then i saw that they weren't on the card and so i went and looked up some of the stuff and yeah no i I think they're they're believable and well there we go Top Dalla. He's not a rapper. He's a football player. Okay. With the, uh, oh man, he's been with everybody. Dolphins, Patriots, Dolphins again, Seahawks, Buccaneers, uh, the Washington football team, Giants. He's had some goods and some bads, I guess. Oh, he's from the, uh, uh, he trained in the the Dudley Academy. They've, nice. They've put out some good people in the past, mm-hmm. so... This could be interesting. I, I, I'm i really interested in this. Wow. I'm going to have to go back, man. I would. I, I really want to get back into NXT because yeah. I, I do love NXT so well, much. Well, hey, it's on Tuesdays now. There's no competition unless you're watching Dark. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> watching Dark. Uh. Um, so, yeah, I guess... Uh, uh, did we did we both pick? Did we pick? Did... Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going with Legato del Fantasma too, just because Hit Row is a thing now, and they're going to need a faction to go up against that strong. Them give them all the gold. That Legato del Fantasma has blown my brain since I've seen them wrestle. God, they're just all that so talented. Match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, uh, good shit. It's going to be good. This is going to be a hell of fine action. It's going to be great. I hope to see a little bit of Hit Row on there. To be honest, on the yeah. on the on the uh, what takeover, I guess you call it special show, supercard. They need to go back to just calling them supercards like they used to back in the day, mm-hmm. since pay per views aren't really a thing anymore. NXT Women's Championship match: Raquel Gonzalez taking on Ember Moon. This is Braun versus Flight, baby. Yeah, Ember Moon's still old news. <laughs> I'm going with Gonzalez because Mercedes Martinez is going to win the opening match. Ember Moon, is that supposed to be a number one contenders match or are you just making it I would just assume because it's on the (laughs) pay-per-view that it would be your number one contenders match. Okay. That's WWE logic, logic, I think. If it's it's important enough to put it on there, then it's important enough to be filled up for the next thing. I will say Ember Moon is just one of those big fucking, like... She's too talented. She needs to go somewhere else. Uh, maybe help Ring of Honor in their startup or 
move into Impact. Or, She's good friends with Mickey James. She could go to NWA. Yeah, yeah, NWA go to their startup because she's just been she's too fucking talented and they've done nothing with her right and now she's got the glass ceiling of nxt is the only thing she's ever going to be able to accomplish right and with that being said uh, raquel gonzalez this will be this will be a good way to put raquel over i mean i can see them having a hell of a match and and moon really making raquel look good but yeah i'm saying gonzalez keeps it yes and I would love to see that move on to her versus Mercedes Martinez. That's a fucking dream match right oh, there. God, that's gonna if they do that, that's gonna be so fucking. That's good. a dream match. Mm-hmm. And Martinez is gonna take it. I'm just calling that one right now. If anybody's gonna put Gonzalez out, it's Martinez. She's had a long time coming. She was on her way to get the women's championship when she was called up for her the fucking retribution <laughs> for that stupid shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and she needs it in her life. She, As hard as she's worked for as many years as she has, she deserves to win a WWE championship of some kind. Mm-hmm. I think so. Because no matter how we feel about WWE at the current time, if you're a pro wrestler, to have a WWE championship on your resume should is, I think, a dream of almost everybody. Right, yep. And honestly, yeah, more more wrestlers need to start thinking, get the NXT championship, and then get out of that company altogether. Right. It's not more prestigious up top. I mean, they make no, it seem it's like just it. those, it's just those paychecks, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have the NXT championship fatal five-way match, seeing Karrion Cross defending his title against the likes of Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly. Boy. This is an oversaturated match. It is. It's like every, all the recent eras of NXT combining. And it, it, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't. Isn't that sad? This does not sound good. I'm not. I mean, I'm sure they're going to put on a solid match. It's not going to be a bad match. Yeah. But I'm not excited for it. No. Uh, But it is a fatal five-way. We're going WWE rules, or I guess most pro wrestling has adopted these rules, which make no sense to me whatsoever. But anytime it's more than two people, it has to be a no-DQ match. When the fuck they went with that, I just, I hate that too. I just despise the fact so you got to assume it's a no DQ match. You got all these egos involved here. You know Adam Cole and O'Reilly are going to go after each other. Probably Dunn take and, each other out. Dunn and Gargano are going to go against each other. Yeah. Everybody's going to be shooting for Karrion Cross. I think in the end, Karrion Cross wins. I think. Do you think? Do you think he stacks all the competitors like Roman did at, at Mania? I do not think so. <laughs> Could you imagine that? That's like the princess and the pea. Like, how do, how do you even fucking lay on top of that? <laughs> that's well, what I want to see him do. If he's going to win it, that's it has to Dunn's the whitest. He goes on the bottom. Then Cole, Kyle, and skinny Gargano at the top, baby. Yeah, I'm going carrying cross keeps it. Uh, I'm listening to my heart, and I'm going Kyle O'Reilly, man. He could He could squeak one out here. I think Karrion Cross, he's not an NXT guy. He's a he's a main roster dude. And now that he's had the championship, if he loses, he can get called up, fill some of the spots that they just fired a ton of people. 
he could be a good one to go against Roman Reigns. Yeah, and I mean, this would be a good way to get him out of there because he could lose without being pinned. Right. But um, but on this week's NXT, they all kind of, everybody came out and cut promos, and each, each one of their promos, they basically said that Karrion's kind of not not good at wrestling and not, not <laughs> meant for NXT. Which leads me to believe Cross will win. That he will win. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say that. Really, <laughs> that's really setting it up for him to win, basically. <laughs> but I, I'm going to follow my heart and go Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah. Nonetheless, I mean, this looks good. The, the fact the fact that the main event looks the most disappointing is, is surprising, but it shows you how good I think all these other ones are going to be. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be a good match. I'm just, I, I, I would expect better. That's all. It looks, yeah. it looks lazy. It just looks like they had all these top guys <laughs> and nobody wanted to write stories for them. Right. So they're like, well, let's just throw Johnny Gargano's been on a fucking losing streak. Why Why is he in this match? Yeah, how did he earn that? Right. Pete Dunn's been in the title picture so often lately, I don't want to see his yellow ass anymore. <laughs> Pete Dunn is such a great wrestler, but he, he is. I, I don't like him as champion. I'm sorry. The thing is, is you can only see the finger snapping thing so many times oh, before it yeah. loses its effect. You, you can't have do to, it. You have to use him sparingly. You can't do it every match. That's the same as, uh, you know who you should have used in this match. Who's that? Fucking Walter. Yes, bring in the Walter. Yeah. But nonetheless, looks really good. It looks like we're going to have a fun weekend set up for us. I think I'm going to be busy. And um, it would be nice to have a three-week, three-week, a three-day weekend this weekend. Three-week yes. weekend would be fucking awesome. <laughs> just, just throwing that out there, folks. That was called quarantine. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Never got it, but still. <laughs> of course, every pay-per-view has to have a tiebreaker. So our tiebreaker here is Does Daniel Bryan is here? Does Daniel Bryan is here? And I say Does Daniel Bryan is here? I say Daniel Bryan is here. So yes. I say no Daniel Bryan. Why'd you have to say it with a Japanese accent? I don't. Where, where the fuck did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> no, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> also. Fly like. <laughs> You're taking that way further than I did, my friend. <laughs> he wins with the cream of some young guy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, good. Nobody and I feel like the, uh, with the tiebreakers the way they are, this is going to be real hard to tie, continue this tying streak. This tying streak that's almost been going since WrestleMania. It's fucking it, nuts. It's been, we've been really been playing <laughs> fucking uh, tit for tat here. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's good. I love it. Yes. I love that. It's always fun. And the ones that I think for sure, like, I've got a, a like, oh, man, I really have a good feeling about these. Then is the one that I win, like, two matches. No, what? <laughs> I swear I had this one. I'm, I'm winning AEW pay-per-views, and you're winning Impact pay-per-views, just throwing us all out of fucking whack. Mm-hmm. What's going on here? That's it. We're going into high gear. This is hardcore wrestling predictions, folks. We're coming for blood. It is crazy, though. It's the it's the middle of this, of 20. 20- 21 
And Pasty, we've got four pay-per-views that we're talking about on this show. Just a fucking year ago, we went like three weeks without any pay-per-views. So wrestling seems to have recovered and is back, Jack. Yes. And with that, we gotta go. <laughs> Just got stuck. Ain't no more show for you this week, folks. I think four pay-per-views and a little bit of news is enough. It was fun, though. It was good. I, I, look, I look forward to going back and checking out Dominion. I look forward to watching Against All Odds and in your house, in my house. Yes. I don't, I don't even have to pay for it. I just got to look out and duck when they start throwing shit. <laughs> I suppose I better up my uh, homeowner's insurance, too, though. <clears throat> yeah, probably. Probably should Put a do tarp that. down on that floor. You might get a little blood. It's a tarp! That's <laughs> yeah, not AEW. We're good. Love, spread it like tarpulon. <laughs>